Welcome to the Restored Tribe with your host, Sherry and Truth. Hello there, Restored Beauties. I am so very grateful that you're spending a bit of your precious time with me today. If you're anyone like me, you're careful with your time, with whom you lend an ear to, you love to learn and grow, you want absolutely no mess at all, and you love a good kiki. And I can provide all of that for you. This podcast is sponsored by Champ Restoration. Champ Restoration is a transformative, holistic health coaching resource, empowering, exhausted educators to elevate wellness, life, and confidence in God to co-write your comeback story. So sit back, relax, and let yourself flow and sip on some tea, water, wine, or whatever is your pleasure because... We are growing and going into new places. Welcome back. And if this is your first time, welcome to the Restore Tribe. So this episode is strictly outlining some clear tips, some clear methods on how uh, to stay motivated. With the 2022 year approaching people, a lot of people get into the conversation about resolutions. So I'm not even going to like engage with resolutions. I'm talking to you all who know the things that you're supposed to be doing. You know what assignments you have. You know the vision that came to you. You know, now you have to complete it. So again, this is not like an exhaustive list. These are just some six things that have come to me and I want to share. So number six, Number six is no disrespect, but this is just something that's real to have our home in order, to have our home clean, to have um, an understanding with everyone in the home that you have certain things that you have to do and you can't be pulled um, every which way at any time. So this looks like having a conversation with everyone in the home, whether it's individually, collectively, whatever is the style that works for you, but having a conversation and letting people know, hey, love you, but I'm not going to be available every minute. Um, I have to do some things and they're really important. So it looks like this. And here you can share like times when you will be available or times where you will not be available. Again, that is up to you. That is your style. But this is going to help with orderly or keeping order. This is going to help with being orderly. Why? Simply you get to complete, you get to make momentum on the things that you know are of most importance instead of being interrupted in the home. And this goes to people who live by themselves. You know, you can let your close friends and family know the same thing in casual conversation. I say casually because, you know, it can seem pretty intense if you're just like outlining certain things. But I would definitely say it casually so people understand um, that you are embarking on uh, is finishing or starting something new. Yeah, they don't have to know the details of it, but that they'll respect you because you're telling them this. And you know, you telling them this means that you're important to them. So I think that will go uh, well. Just got to make sure to do that, have that conversation. Number five, number five, what does your community look like? Okay, like think about it. 
And I'm not talking about, you know, the people in your crew and, oh, this one has this expertise and that one has a specialty or these one have these degrees or he or she's about to go for this other degree. That's absolutely nothing what I'm talking about. When you think about your community, all right, um, I'm thinking about what quality do they have? Are they growing? Just what are they mature in areas like, you know, because we all are helping one another. And so when you just understand what your community looks like, where people are strong and where people are weak in, not only can we pray for our friends um, to grow in certain areas, um, but we can also grow together. So just having an understanding, are they growing um, and then how long has that been going on or not been going on? You can start to have some conversations or just listen, do a lot of open-ended questions and listen. And if you know you're going, you know you have something to accomplish, you're pretty focused, you got to kind of start weeding out people who are dead weight. And it's not to say that you're better. It's just to say, if you know this person like to kiki and add absolutely no value to the relationship, well, what are they there for? Are they somebody that you were friends with from elementary school, college, and they're just there taking up space but not adding value? you got to be honest with yourself. And that's why I say have conversations because a lot of people are um, stuck. A lot of people don't want to talk about being stuck. But if you have the open-ended conversation in love, you will begin to hear their heart. Um, and that's a beautiful place to be because you might discover that they're frustrated. They don't want to be at this place. And that's different than someone who just doesn't give a doggone care about their life and they just want to be in a state of being neutral. So again, release dead weight and to see how they're growing, if they're growing. Now, here's another thing. Now, your friends who know Christ, your friends who are fellow believers, I'm going to say this and I mean it with every fiber in my body. Just because they're believers doesn't mean they're growing in Christ. Okay, just because they're believers doesn't mean that they want to keep pursuing the things of God. So is your friend saved and satisfied and that's it? And they're not going through continuous process of sanctification. That is something that you're going to have to really, really keep an ear out on. Because, again, you don't want to be self. You don't want to be full of deception. You don't want that deception to rub off on you that you could just chill and be good. Like how this world is and what's going on, you're going to really need to have that iron sharpened iron experiences. And so again, it is not um, if your friend is saved and they're growing, they don't know how that's different. But if they're just like satisfied, complacent, smug, nah, you don't need that. And that is something that is not helpful in your life. Complacency is very dangerous. Um, you know, again, it is believing and thinking that you are in a good place when it is, it is, you are not, you're stagnant. So, you know, you want to be focused in here, focused in conversations and hear when you're asking those open-ended questions, what they're really saying. In general, the last thing with community, and being balanced, okay, another topic, and being balanced is really important. Your community should bring a sense of balance. So are you guys having fun 
are you guys going out? And I understand that in this climate, uh, you don't really want to be around a lot of people. I get it. But there's no crime against going for a hike. There's no crime around going to a park and just playing double dutch. There's no crime. Yeah, as, as grown as we are, there's no crime. And they have outdoor roller skating ring in New York City. Um or just going to a park and putting on rollerblades and getting it going. So there's so many things that you all can do, but just make sure you're bringing that balance to your friend and to yourself and just having fun outings. Number four, work from your rest. Work from your rest. This is so important and so underestimated that a lot of people, um, they will rest from work, you know, so whew, I'm tired. I did X, Y, and Z. I had a long day. You are trying to just catch up. You are trying to get to the place where you can rest. You're tired and you need to, you're physically tired and then you are getting some sleep, but then you may or may not enter rest. Those are two different things. So Again, you got to learn how to work from your rest and not rest from your work. So, yes, physically replenishing ourselves is necessary, but that is not the same thing as someone deciding to rest and get comfortable with the rest. All right. Um, You know, it is a great position to be in for you to to hear what God is saying to you. Um, you have to be in a state of rest, continuous state of rest to get all of it. You know, God can speak to us anywhere in a grocery store while we're talking to someone. So that's not an issue. But when it comes to um, when we're seeking and carving out time to rest in him, game changer. Right. And so another thing is slowing down and being intentional about this. Again, it's like carving out time that's being intentional. That is an amazing place to be. And in this state, you grow in confidence in God. Why? Because again, you're making yourself available. You, Your heart is in a position to submit to God. You know, you want to hear what, what, what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. So that is definitely a, a must do. Work from your rest. Number three, fasting and prayer. Some things only come by fasting and prayer. And listen, when you get direction from the Holy Spirit, I'm talking about very present help type of direction. Like you hear and you get confirmation through someone who doesn't even know that they're giving you confirmation or someone who is sent directly to tell you something. There is nothing like it. There is nothing like it. And it goes back to having the confidence in God. So fasting and prayer, and you would have to let God lead you um, into how long to fast. And it, there is no brownie points with the longer you fast, um, the, the, the more you will hear or you're more closer to God. You know, it is more about sincerity, worship in truth and in spirit. So again, when you Prayer gives us intimacy with God and fasting gives us power. And again, this fasting is fasting on scriptures, right? So you're eating uh, the word of God while you are sacrificing something else like food, 
um, also while you're sacrificing maybe uh, I you know random conversation, social media, you're definitely sacrificing things that you like to do, or maybe you're sacrificing sweets, right? You're sacrificing uh, uh, meat if you're a meat eater, um, and you are eating the Word of God continuously in a certain set of time where your spirit man is going to be strengthened and um, edified right? To grow and to be encouraged and your physical self, the flesh, if you will, is being weak, is weakened, you know, and so that the spirit man can strengthen and become stronger and you will hear, um, and you will hear the voice of God. You will have more power, more, uh, empowerment from the Holy Spirit, more, uh, intimacy with God in this precious time. So fasting and prayer is the game changer and it definitely, um, allows you to work from your rest even the more, okay? So number two, write vision. So write the vision and make it plain. That is definitely scripture that you may have heard. And I want to tell you, it is necessary to have it written because we can forget a lot very quickly. And um, when you have it written down, you can review it often. You know, when you have it written down, and I'm not talking about goals. Goals are self-directed. Goals are, mm, I want this, I want that. And it is just self-directed. It, it, it really doesn't have any sticking power. But when you fast and pray and you get revelation from God, he's showing you things, he's telling you things. These now are becoming part of your vision. He's telling you something for your life. So this becomes a part of your vision, your personal vision. So you want to write down the things that he's sharing to you about you. You want to review it often. And for me, I'm a really big proponent of writing it on poster paper, you know, writing it on poster paper where you could see it all the time, big in your home. Um, so be patient with this when you're uh, you have the vision written. Be patient because just because you hear doesn't mean it's going to um, God's going to manifest it at that time. And we're not leading and the manifestation. We're getting prepared for God to manifest the vision that he's given to us. Um, and so, you know, to hold ourselves accountable, we see it all over and over again so that we can be focused and, you know, it's just a beautiful thing to to look up and say, oh yeah, you know, let me not let me not slack off. Let me be about this business here. Let me let me let me not do X, Y, and Z. And it always helps to realign you into um, getting into a single focus mindset, right? And so you will learn throughout this process to trust in the Lord with all of your might. You'll trust in him with all of your heart. And um, and then these things, you know, he'll bring these things to you. But the trust has to be there and it grows. And that's when the confidence of God comes. So that's number two. Write the vision. And I think that's a huge one. Again, write the vision that he gives you, not the goals that you want. And eventually when you keep um, spending time in him, resting in him, reading the scriptures, 
your desires will become what his desires are. It's 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 like a shedding of yourself. It's like a dying of yourself and what you think you want to now becoming closer in him where now it's like, okay, Father, I want what you want. You want what's best for me. You want the pre- you give me the premium things. Um, and it's not always going to be an amazing experience. It's not always going to be um, something that is, you know, lollipops and roses. But you bring me through things so that that you will give uh, the abundance. And so I will say that even in the worst of times, you know, things that I've endured. Now, when I look back at it, it's like, oh, he was strengthening me in this particular area. He was growing my confidence in him because, you know, it was definitely uh, at a lower level and you just keep growing and keep growing. So that's why I said it's important to be around um, friends that are growing and that are in the process of sanctification and not like, yeah, I know God, I'm saved, checked and do what they want to do because you're going to be growing and you're going to need a community around you who feels just as passionate about this as you do or is further ahead um, or is, you know, right on the heels of you. Okay, iron and sharpen iron. And the number one way to stay motivated and fulfill your vision is to celebrate the small wins. I am such a big, big, big advocate of celebrating your small wins because a lot of folk don't do it enough, you know. And when you celebrate the small wins, you maintain momentum you know, you recognize and reinforce positive reinforcement. What you've done. Oh, I remember when I sacrificed X, Y, and Z, my time, I, I sacrificed uh, 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 whatever you were led to sacrifice. And, you know, that would be pleasing to God. I sacri- I turned down my plate. And I remember when I was feeding on scripture, you know, from a certain time to another time. I remember when I was only drinking water from a certain time. You know what? I'm so glad that that I followed through with that because look what has happened. And now I want to celebrate myself by doing whatever it is, right? I don't know what it, what would be good for you, but that's up to you. You maintain momentum and it helps to keep you motivated because you realize and recognize that there is momentum happening. There is there is um, something happening within you that is different. Um, it is not just like a checklist because a checklist is more like what you self-directed, but celebrating those small wins that he has given you, like the, the vision that he has given you once they come to pass and you're celebrating them or you're doing something that would allow to be focused and single-minded and focused, celebrate yourself. Okay. And and here's the real deal. You know, you're excited about what is happening, the growth that's happening, but um, don't be offended when others don't get excited. Don't be offended because again, you, you were, uh, you were resting in the Lord. You received revelation. You were fasting and prayer, praying. He showed you things. He took things off you. You are a new person. And they may not see it right away. And the process of that is just very precious. So some will get it 
Um, they don't even have to see it. They're just excited for you because they've undergone that. But please don't be offended when others don't really seem to care. They just may not understand. Okay. But you take ownership of those small wins. All right. And you just celebrate that you've worked your faith um, and you've worked your faith uh, with the instructions that he's given you with things that you know is just going to like keep you in alignment. That is just beautiful. You ultimately all together in order to stay motivated, to maintain motivation and fulfill uh, fulfill the vision. You have to go from wanting to be motivated from the outside to then getting in a mode of being dedicated, right? Through discipline. And discipline is something that just don't drop in your lap, right? Discipline is something that, you know, it is to me, okay, it is definitely um, spiritual development within you. And it also is some practical things that you are practicing and then you come back to it and practice and then you come back and you practice you know as a former collegiate athlete one thing I know is muscle memory and I might not have practiced over the summer like I was supposed to okay but when I came back in the fall and maybe I was running with the cross-country team doing some practicing maybe within two weeks um, I started to get the wind beneath my wings so to speak the muscle memory started coming back but as I practiced diligently, then the discipline of what I needed to do kicked in. And that doesn't just happen randomly. I had to start practicing. So I say to you again, to fulfill the vision that God has given you to stay motivated, to maintain the motivation, you have to go from motivation to dedication. And that takes discipline. So the the six ways that I gave you were really helpful towards being a dedicated person to being a disciplined person, but you got to work it, but you got to work it and you got to want it and you got to work it. And I can tell you, okay, you're going to put an alarm on your phone and all this, but at the end of the day, you got to work it. You got to practice. So with that said, I am happy for you in advance. I'm celebrating with you in advance for the things to come, the newness in your life, the completion of things, the completion of the vision. And remember and remember you're staying in this mode of being low, right? You're staying in it. What I mean by being low is keeping low and firing away and being disciplined and keeping the modal momentum when you're in shape. <laughs> you want to stay in shape and you know you don't want to feel the pain of getting out of shape and then coming back into the fold of getting into shape. Stay low, keep firing, keep practicing, stay, stay sharp and continuing to stay motivated to maintain your motivation because you don't want to get out of it. And I am so grateful for you listening and I thank you. So if this is your first time, you want to go and look at the other titles of season one of season two and season one. It is definitely get to know me. It's get and it's some straight informational things that will help to to move you towards a life of restoration and season two, which are episodes six through ten are more of a collaborative in nature. The episodes feature of this about three different features within episodes six through 10. And 
I am excited that you're listening and I'm thankful. And if you made it this far, if you made it this far, please screenshot and tag me on Instagram. Tag the Restored Tribe. Also, if you're pleased, leave a review. Leave a review on Apple, on Google Podcasts, anywhere, any platform. And that would signal to other people this is a quality uh, show and that they will not be wasting their time. So have a great, great year. And I am hoping all the best.